Hello and welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 65. I'm your host, Kamran Shushtar, and with me is... James Seelig. Today is Saturday night, 9.30, and it is September 19th. We have uh, survived the PlayStation pre-order massacre. So, so far. Well, one of us got yeah, out Yeah, I, I got out alive, James. Well, what, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm still waiting. Behind, man. Every man for himself. Eh, I don't, I don't yeah. blame you. I'm happy for you. <laughs> well, God we'll talk it. all about it soon. So uh, yeah. here we got episode 65, guys. We're back again. Uh, clear skies outside. I'm very happy to, for, for at now. least for our city, I've there's been... still fires raging across the West Coast, but uh, at least over my yeah. house, it is not detrimental to my health. I've been told it's going to change in the next few days, but we'll see. It, it'll probably right, come let's... back, but we at least had a, what, like five-day reprieve, I feel like. Yeah, it was something yeah. like that. Um, I haven't been I, th- I think so, because the first couple of days of the week, I couldn't work out still. Like, I couldn't go outside. It wasn't good enough yet. And then it was like, I think, uh, I actually want to say it was like Tuesday or Wednesday, maybe, that it was finally like, I came outside and I was like, I could breathe. Holy shit. It was very nice. And the weather's been nice, too. It's been... I think we just needed a break, yeah, at nice least. We needed to, we needed to come up for air before we had to go back down, you know? Yeah. But we, we're not going to... We're not going to talk about fires as much this time. Of course, we'll still... Uh, and Until the fires are gone, we're going to keep using the uh, uh, Red Cross donation for our future donation. Just, you know, disaster relief, which you can also choose. Like, right now, it's like... You could choose that. You could choose to donate to hurricane relief that's been going on from like Sally and other upcoming hurricanes because it's not stopping yet. Uh, and I'm sure there are other terrible things happening that you could also try to help out if you would like to. Yeah, I love how one half of the country is on fire and the other half is like being doused in we water. We could, uh, <laughs> you know, I'd just bring some of that water over here. We could use some. I'd be fine with getting some water in the air. That'd be pretty nice. But until then, we'll just have to keep doing our show, right, James? All right, so we're going to get into it today. I might be another news-heavy only show. We'll see how much we talk about because we got got the Mandalorian Season 2 trailer with some uh, other rumors about the protagonist of the film, or the uh, TV show, not film, sorry. Uh, We also have news about the 3DS... Uh, the big one, of course, this week is the PlayStation 5 showcase that occurred where we got everything from the release date, the price, but we also got even more games. Dude, that show was so good. And then right after we had an entire chaotic period of pre-orders and also learned some news about backwards compatibility, plus some new facts about the Xbox One S or Xbox Series S. How did I mess that up? I, yeah. I really, I can't, there's so many so many of them but yeah the, the series s and then uh as well as uh some night city wire news so cyberpunk 2077 uh their third review like their little show they do called night city wire they had a third one where they talked about the world as well as the gangs of the world so we'll actually pretty going pretty in depth on it we'll do our best to uh give some good yeah. info plus they revealed the uh pc requirements and stuff like yes that. which but i don't know if I'll yeah you could always look that up <laughs> Yeah. yeah. 
They're not too bad. Yeah. And uh, I would like to, if we get a chance, just because it's, I feel like it is only relevant to talk about this week. I did get to try out the Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Alpha. Oh, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I, I played a bit of it. Uh, so I, I might give some impressions on that as well. And uh, we'll right. see if we have time for more. Uh, no promises, but we'll just jump right into it. Uh, I think this is this intro is half as long as last week's, so a little bit better start there, at least to get into the thick stuff. Looks like it. So first off, uh, our only TV news of the week, the Mandalorian Season 2 trailer debuted. I actually just watched it right before recording this because I forgot. And we, uh, we get like, you know, it's just, it's just Mandalorian doing Mandalorian stuff. Not many new characters. We see, you know, uh, Cara Dune, AKA well, Gina like, Carano come back along with, uh, damn it, James. Now I don't remember his name either. Carl Weathers character. <laughs> yeah. Like the head of the bounty hunter oh, associate, um, the, the, the yeah, bounty hunter's guild. guild. Yeah. He was like the, uh, representative. But, you know, they're, of course, back. We already knew they were going to be back from the photos and everything else. But uh, we just see more adventures going on with the uh, Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. Or, the, sorry, the child. It's it's just Baby Yoda is easier, yeah. but the child, you know. I mean, judging by, I mean, plus it was how they ended the last episode of the, of the first season. Um, the narrative, not narrative, the narration for the trailer was like the Forge Lady. Forge Master saying or, yeah forge master why did i say forge lady <laughs> uh saying you know you have taken this child as a foundling you need to like raise it until you find it's people. like it's people and so i guess that's going to be the main focus of the season or i don't know like the the first season each episode had its own like individual story kind of but there was like an overarching thing of like the empire wants that child they didn't talk at all they didn't show uh moth Gideon yeah but we all. know he's coming like that's all he's pretty much the main antagonist of the series it seems like especially since he has the dark mm -hmm. saber which is like the it's like mm -hmm. the leader of mandalore would use that as their weapon so that's a very cultural yeah. uh masterpiece that he has and we do see a mystery character. So we don't see we don't see Ahsoka Tano. We don't see Bo-Katan. We don't see Boba Fett. Uh, we do see a mystery, mystery character. I had to look it up because I was like, who the hell is that in the hood? At one point, you'll see, there, see her in the trailer. And at first, it seemed like people thought it was Ahsoka. I didn't think it was Ahsoka because that doesn't look anything like Ahsoka. Uh, but... Yeah, she looked human to me. Quite human, yeah. And Ahsoka definitely is not human. I... Someone pointed out, I read a couple articles and people pointed out, hey, that's Sasha Banks from WWE. So if you ever watch WWE, that is apparently Sasha yeah. Banks. And uh, the rumor now, or at least the uh, the the consensus of people that have been uh, just dissecting the trailer is that she could be uh, Sabine Wren. And uh, to explain to those that may not know it, James included, uh, Sabine Wren yeah. is a Mandalorian character from the Star Wars Rebels animated TV show. So the sequel show to the Clone Wars, she is a Mandalorian who is like the daughter of a big Mandalorian. She's part of a big Mandalorian clan. And at the end of the show, like she basically just, I think does, she just keeps going with the rebellion, but potentially, uh, the way 
Rebels ends is with her and Ahsoka going to find another character who is actually a Jedi Padawan named Ezra, who disappeared before the events of the Star Wars trilogy. And at the... Isn't Ezra in Rebels? Yes. But Rebels is before the Star Wars trilogy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, wait, which trilogy? Original the, trilogy. The original. That's why I, I, I'll, I'll okay. always, if I ever say the trilogy, it's like the real trilogy. And then if I want to say the prequels, yeah. I'll say the prequels. Arguably the only good yeah, one. Yeah, pre- I mean the only consistent. Yeah, yeah. The prequels has you know the prequels Dude, has was... flavor and has at least a lot of love put into it. Uh, just not good dialogue. Dude, I've been reading a Star Wars book recently that I got for like last uh, christmas or whatever and somehow while talking about it to chris earlier i like segued into how much i like fucking hate the, most of the disney star wars movies so much at this point point. and it's pretty much a, uh, at least the one shots are more interesting you know yeah even i mean like, like Rogue One's my really biggest cool. complaint with solo is just that it's just okay the biggest problem with solo and it's not even i i i don't mean to do this on purpose i keep forgetting it exists that is the yeah, biggest know, problem right? with it is I don't remember that movie actually happened. It just kind of always, yeah. for, it just slips out. I don't even mean to. I, I'm just legitimately, I just legitimately forget about that movie. It's just that, I, I don't, like, it just happens. I still maintain that Rogue One is awesome, but like the new trilogy they Disney made, it was just like. We're not going to, yeah, yeah. So yeah for those that, yeah. yeah let's not get uh, into guys, it just, We have a whole like multi-hour episode. Yeah, check out our this. Star Wars special. Uh, if you want to hear us rant about the uh, Disney trilogy, among other things, if you like that taste, there's a whole yeah. We go, available. we go, we go pretty deep. Uh, it's a good time. It's a Christmas special. It's great. Uh, it was oh, actually yeah. right before this was. <laughs> that was like one of the last things we did before the quarantine. <laughs> oh no! Oh, it was like the happier it was like times. Th- that was like the either the series finale of 2019 or it was the series premiere of 2020. One of the two. I don't know uh anyway so sabine ren and uh, not sabine, yeah sabine ren she's just a mandalorian character so she could be sasha banks's character um or whoever sasha banks is playing i'm not really sure or she could be someone brand new i i'm not too sure just because i mean at the same time too it would be slightly weird only for the fact that if i remember correctly sabine ren's um her they look her clan looked pretty asian and sasha banks is not mm. so that would be the only thing where i'm like huh well, okay but i don't know i don't know who she i if she could pull it off that's cool if not i don't you know whoever her character is I, let's have fun because i do like sasha sasha yeah. banks is one of the more entertaining uh wd people i know that for sure at least like um james remember cool greg <laughs> Yeah, he loves yeah. Sasha Banks. That's the only reason I know like a little bit more about her. Oh, yeah. right. I forgot yeah, about so that. That's a another du- a dude from Kind of Funny. Uh, we got to meet him a couple times. To- right, I think I met him a couple times, but he's he's pretty funny. Uh, next up, the or so that's the I mean Mandalorian season two trailer stuff. Really, I I mean I guess overall, did you do you feel excited? Are you excited for this coming? It comes out at the end of the yeah, month. I'm excited. October thirtieth is its premiere date on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. I just looked that up just to point that out because we don't have uh, we don't have to wait for too long. So I'm yeah. excited. Uh, the only other thing regarding it is there was some news, or news broke out that it could be a rumor at the same time, but 
the rumor is that Pedro Pascal, aka the man who's, you know, he plays the Mandalorian sometimes, because mm-hmm. uh, it's I don't think he's in the armor all the time. It's like there's another guy in the armor. He at least does the voice at the very least, and then is in the armor sometimes. But uh, he reportedly left the the show halfway through filming the second season and it was due to his uh yeah he had a complaint or like he wanted to have more scenes with i don't know how how much like more like how long the duration or anything but like uh i guess a few more scenes of him without a helmet on and you know the creative team dave filoni john favreau wouldn't budge on it because they're like no that's not this is not the way yeah it does make sense yeah so apparently he went over their heads and went straight to Lucasfilm and tried to get them to plead his case to be like, Hey, uh, can I, can I do this? And then they were so upset by it that they said, you know, you could just, you could leave. There's the door. And then he did. And then uh, that might have happened. I'm not sure. Shit. Yeah. There are also reports that, or there, uh, there's talk, I guess from Favreau that not all the episodes will focus on the Mandalorian. Some will focus more on maybe like Carl Weathers and, uh, Gina Carano, potentially, or like other characters in that world, which I'm okay. If it depends where it comes from, if it comes from the mind of Dave Filoni and the direction of John Favreau, where they said we wanted to do this, then I'm down with that. If it's more from the executive side of Lucasfilm, then I would be slightly alarmed at the quality of the show. Because if it was from them, then I wouldn't think maybe. It would be the highest quality just because we've seen what's happened in the past recently. And I really don't want this show to become the next part, uh, the next addition to the Disney trilogy that occurred already. Like, we, this is yeah. one of the nicer things. And I would like that Disney Plus distances itself from its theatrical brethren, if possible. Yeah, because like... I don't know. The Star Wars universe is just full of so many interesting things. You don't have to have anything related to like the main characters of the like the Skywalker saga. You could do whatever you want in that uh, um, series or in that universe. So like, I think I I just I really just don't want any. I don't want any executive intervention in terms of like into the storytelling yeah. really just because I was usually if that occurs, it's not for the better. Uh, you, you know, you want to have the creative people be creative, not restrained or anything like that, but who knows this all could be a rumor. Yeah. So we don't really know exactly what's true and what's not. But I, the only reason I, I, mean, f- not- I forget her name, but the source seemed to have like a good track record. In terms of like outing stuff so i i don't know mm. if this all is going to be true or not but also at the worst case it's as bad as it sounds but the mandalorian himself on the show is probably the most uh easily replaceable character <laughs> or like uh, in terms of that's acting. very true uh, i just need to have someone that sounds like him uh in terms of pedro pascal and, and then you're pretty much good to go yeah and they're there are plenty of like great voice actors that could just like mimic. The yeah, voice. just get someone maybe the same height if you want, because also like you know the dude that's been in the suit already is still gonna probably be in the suit for the most part anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's all we got for Mandalorian season two and really TV movie stuff this week. So we'll move on right into the the next stuff. Uh, next one is actually probably our shortest piece, but uh, it's just 
Uh, 3DS production has officially ended. So they are really? all done. Yeah. Mm. It's over. Okay. James, are you sad? <laughs> a little bit. I mean, the 3D, the 3DS is like such a great console and stuff, but like, I don't think I've really touched my 3DS that much since I got my Switch. So, like, I already own a 3DS XL, like a new 3DS XL or whatever it's called. So, I don't know. As long as the battery holds out, I'll, I'll be fine with the one I got. I, I really personally had no reason to go out and get a new one. Uh, I don't know. It's... Just a little bit sad because it's always sad to see like the end of something, I guess. Yeah. And I, I remember I've had I've had two DSs in my lifetime. And I remember I got one uh, found in the lost and found when I was working at a uh, summer camp and no one ever took it. So I just kind of uh, no one claimed it. So I took it and I was like, awesome, guys, I got a DS Lite. And I think it was a special like mm-hmm. uh, I think it was some it was some Legend of Zelda themed one. And I went straight to GameStop and I said, how much can I get for this? And they said, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, sold. Yeah. And I, I gave it away instantly. And I was like, I don't want this. <laughs> I have a PSP. I don't care. Uh, this was also during my time where the, the last thing I had touched on Nintendo's was the Game Boy Advance and N64. So I guess actually it was the Game Boy Advance was the newest thing. So, And then uh, I think the 3DS, there was a really nice black and gold Zelda 3DS. And I bought that on Black Friday yeah and then i sold it and then <laughs> i never even know i because i remember i bought it and i was like I, I i want a 3ds and then i looked at it and i really thought about am i gonna play this no and then, <laughs> and then i sold it <laughs> uh, i make great choices guys but you know i i never it, that tells you how much i was interested in the in the ds i just remember um I think the what turned me off of it so much. I'm sorry. I just have to. Uh, was they made a, a remember they made those handheld Star Wars Battlefront games. The yeah, it was ones? still like it was still in the vein of like the pandemic versions that were on PS2 and Xbox, but uh, I got one. For yeah, there PSP, was the, there was the launch one with the white Darth Vader one. It was uh. I think oh, it was yeah, called yeah, Rebel yeah. Squadron or something, or it was. I think it was Rebel Squadron, and it was really cool. And it's like you hear the the tale of like this guy that was part of like Han Solo's smuggler group, and it's like these smugglers that join the rebellion and they become like their own squadron of dudes and stuff. And it's really cool, and it's got a full story to it too. And it, it's re- it was really fun. There was like full weapon customization, and then they went, "Hey, we're making a new game called Elite Squadron." and everyone's like cool and they're like yeah it's a psp game but also uh we're also designing it to play perfectly with the ds too and it was like oh well as long as it doesn't really hinder like the psp version uh, then yeah go for it james it hindered the shit out of the psp version and it was if trash is it? it was so much worse than the game that came out before it it was like a joke. I was like, "Are you? Is this real? Is this real?" It was, it was so bad. It was bad. It was trash. It was a trash game. Damn. Yeah, I was sucks. very. That was. I was right there. I, I was like, I "Damn, one. Nintendo made the game worse." <laughs> because I don't think they. I don't see how you'd make a game that was substantially worse after the first one, unless they had like no budget or something. But then said we could bring it to two different portable devices. 
Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if it's still like completely accurate today, but at least back in the day, the way it like many people or many developers would make a game is like they would have if it was a multi-console game, they would have to design it for the lowest common denominator or that's okay. The weakest system had to run it first and then they could make it like, I don't know, a little bit better on all the other consoles, but it still had, it still ended up making all the other consoles that had that game. It would seem like a lesser game because it had, it wasn't ever far off from like the let the least powerful version. I don't know if I'm saying that right, really, but like, that's why when it like the the DS was like not nearly as powerful as the PSP, yeah. so that that's why like having to make the game run on the DS, and then tr- like they unless they made a completely separate version, they did not for the they did PSP. Not. <laughs> like it's it's just gonna look like they put a DS game on the PSP, and that's basically what they did. Yep, like. and I was like, this is a DS game. <laughs> I was like, never, never in my life will I come to this world. Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, you know, 3DS production's gone. Uh, next one, let's get right into it, James. We had the PlayStation 5 showcase. We'll start with that and then get into everything else after. Dude, I was completely floored immediately when the first game they showed was freaking Final Fantasy 16. Like the next, the next mainline Final Fantasy game. Yeah. And I was like, that's the first thing you got? Oh my god, this is going to be an interesting so, show. So, I, I expected, honestly, because, you know, Xbox just didn't even do a showcase. They just said, here's all these all the stuff you need to know. And everyone was like, dope, thank you so mm-hmm. much. Alright, appreciate it. PlayStation went, we're going to do a full showcase for these games. And you're like, oh my god. <laughs> Dude, I want that Dark Souls so freaking Alright, so here's... We're going to go through the list in order of everything that was shown. It's a sm- it's a much right. smaller list. That, okay, so this is much different than the June PlayStation Showcase they had. That one had a lot more games, but they were more different levels of games. And a lot more like, you know, indie, third-party, stuff like that. This one does have... Yeah, there was no bug snacks. Yeah, this one was all basically also third-party besides exclusives. But they were like... they only brought in heavy hitters the entire time it was only like triple a tier games so we'll go through it first things first they show a game the the entire time i was like what the the hell is this and then i'm like it's just a final fantasy is it's like 15 or something and then they're like final fantasy 16 one of my guesses because they were going back to the uh the crystal storyline uh or we're, we're, okay because i was like because the whole thing with Crystals final fantasy like, at least with each game is they're standalone it's their own universe pretty much but yeah but there's was, ongoing themes was the this uh, game related to any of the previous games because i don't play them so final fantasy one two i don't know about three and i think four like the main uh, one of the main aspects to the world was that the there was like a balance to everything that was upheld by like these four elemental crystals for, you know, earth, wind, water, yeah. and fire. And in the first game, you had to find and like relight all the four. Also, uh, let's keep this in a very short version. Crystals. <laughs> yeah. So like cr- the, the theme of having crystals has th- that are like core to the world. 
uh, has been a thing in Final Fantasy before, and they have not done it in a very long time. I think the last game that uh, revolved around like crystals, besides like the Crystal Chronicle games, which is like its own offshoot mm-hmm. type thing, uh, was Final Fantasy X. Okay, so it's it, so back on the PlayStation One. It, would it be more of a concept, or is it like the world itself? Or because wait, I don't know about Final Fantasy Twelve. Actually, I can't remember if what that. I don't really know much about Final Fantasy Twelve, so I don't remember if they did crystals in that one. Okay, but were crystals just but, a thing that was like just in the different games, or was it like all those games in one universe, or were they all still separate universes? No, it, it was okay. All it just had the it same like concept universes. of those crystals, basically. So one of my guesses before they definitively said it was Final Fantasy sixteen was that like, oh man, if they're doing a crystal game, are they just like straight up redoing Final Fantasy one? Or whatever, uh, but no, they're this is just like they're literally the next Final Fantasy mainline game for the next gen consoles is actually gonna do a crystal storyline again, which is interesting. Yeah. It's it's very classic Final Fantasy because it's literally that was how the series started. Interesting. Okay, but at the, at the same time, the gameplay we saw was very like Final Fantasy fifteen style. Where it's it's not turn based. It looks like you're, it's very active battle system. Mm. I guess, yeah. Looks it looks super fun. Okay, I cannot wait. <laughs> Plus, I I just I want to know more about that like giant battle between like Shiva and uh, Titan, which was those two summons, which they they seem to call them icons. Because it was like oh the enemy summoned their icon or whatever. I don't know the man dude it I'm, ha- so I'm happy dope. for oh. any final <laughs> fantasy fan um i'm not into that series myself personally but yeah, yeah i'm enough. glad for those that get another one of these because i know like the length of time that was like during 13 and 15 and stuff was just a a, a very deserted time for people so i'm glad they finally get a yeah. I, I feel like this is a a much shorter time between this one than it was between the others yeah, I wasn't really expecting Final Fantasy t- uh, 16 so soon. Yeah, and it is, uh, uh, they did specify it is a console exclusive when they showed it. So it is it was, yeah. it's at least exclusive to PS5 That's and huge. probably PC then. I, I would expect, though, I would, I'm, I'm wondering if it's a, confusion, when they do though. say console exclusive, I'm wondering if it's timed, if it's like a year, probably. Yeah. There's also been some confusion about that because apparently in the trailer that they put up separately uh, after the conference that it didn't mention PC or that it would be on PC. So now people are not sure if that's a thing or not. Uh, I don't know. It's we'll we'll see if Sony makes a comment about it, but I would it would make sense that this would also come to PC. I don't see why it wouldn't. Next up, we had Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, and they showed gameplay. And yeah. the gameplay... Dude, I like the soundtrack. Yeah, the soundtrack was really cool, and the gameplay looked honestly exactly what I was expecting, which isn't bad. I was, yeah. I'm actually very excited to have this, and it is a launch game. So that is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be their day one for the PlayStation 5. So, I mean, anything extra to really say? There's not much to say about it. Like, we already know what we need to know. Uh, it's taking place in Harlem, and we get to just see Miles and I think his friend. Um, what's his friend's name? Uh, Genki. Oh, I don't know. Gen- something with a G. 
I think it's Genki. I could be completely wrong, but I think it. If I, I think I think it was Genki. But yeah, uh, you know, it's gonna have him and his mom, and it's gonna have this new like, uh, what was it a gang or something that was like a. There's, it's like a, uh, oh, it's, it's got Roxon. They Roxon's in it. Roxon, uh, yeah, Roxon the, like the company. And the underground. Which the underground is like against led, Roxon, so there's gonna be a, Led by the terror. Yes, so there's a war between them. You're right, his name is Genki, Genki Lee. Lee. Oh, it's awesome, so I was right, yeah. So it's gonna be, yeah, you're, you're, Miles is basically gonna be dealing with these two factions that are going to war with each other, and one's corporate and one's, I guess, anarchist to a point, probably, I'm guessing. Dude, she's even wearing a hoodie <laughs> over her helmet. That's yeah, uh, that's that's pretty. That's ultimate edge, edge lord. You know, we got a we got an edge lord. Check him out. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, James. Next announcement here. I was dude. I, I was mind. so giddy. I I think this is probably my, this was my favorite announcement of the. I think this is the one thing that kind of overlapped the price and the release date. I was more. This was my favorite thing by far. Uh, they announced, which we knew it was happening. We knew it was coming up, but that Harry Potter. Remember they they were they've been talking forever about well, a Harry Potter RPG. Yeah, dude, it's been rumored for so long that I was at this point like not sure if it was a thing that just fans want or if if it's actually being done. Yeah, and I I kept forgetting too because it was like in and out of news, very very mm-hmm. far and few in between, and we finally got it. It's Hogwarts Legacy. It comes out next year. It's been done by Portkey Games. Dude, it looks so good. It looks so good. It's ta- So this is the cool part if you're like into the Harry Potter lore and stuff. Just because, you know, we, we, we were at that age. James and I got to grow up with the books. Like, they weren't done when we were... Like, we got to... They would come out as we got older. And then at the same yeah. time, like the... We're the exact same age, pretty much, as the cast of the actual movies. Yeah, it just worked out perfectly for us. Yeah, so it was, like, something to grow up with, and it was, like, you know, when I was a kid, my mom would read it to me, and then as I got older, I got to read out loud, so I'd read it to her, which was pretty fun. Uh, But, you know, it's, like, a fun relationship we used to have with with it and stuff, but we got this game, and I've been wanting this game. for. I wanted a Harry Potter RPG. Like, I love the whole Pottermore idea. I was like, I'm a Gryffindor. Oh, boy. I'm a, I'm a pug Widgie house if you did the Fantastic Beast stuff. But it's like the American school. Uh, huh. Okay. You never did it? Oh, yeah. It was, yeah, I got the... I didn't know I didn't know they had, like, a separate one. Yeah, they like had, like, that. four houses for that one, too. It was, like, a weird gnome guy, which is what I got. Uh, There's also a fire cat, a, a, a snake with the horn on it, and then, like, a, a thunderbird or something. Yeah, I got the I got the one I, I what looked like the least interesting of the animals because it was like a dude and I was like ah shit okay fine uh, but yeah so it's taking place in Hogwarts in the 1800s so way before any of the wizards we know are there and it's pretty much I, I, how would you describe it James like what's so would you say persona. <sighs> No, Persona is like a very turn-based strategy. Oh, okay, game. I was, in, or like at least the, isn't. It, and the school stuff is all like. Isn't it classes and stuff though? It is, but it's like I never played Persona. That's what I was just guessing because I knew it was like a it's game like about every school. once in a while it'll like quiz you on something multiple choice, and it's it's mostly all about like forming relationships with other characters and stuff oh, like so that. Oh, so it's a relationship. Okay, never mind. So it's more like a, a relationship simulator. Okay, game, so Hogwarts Legacy sort of. then. Yeah, but it's, uh, this looks like bully mixed with like not skyrim but just like (laughs) it's a it's a western rpg so it's like 
it's not turn-based you seem to just like you make your own character you seem to be able to pick your own house i don't know if that's gonna uh factor into your character's backstory or stats or whatever uh what so i got started to get super excited when the narrator was talking about how like you know every stone in this castle every picture every little thing has a bit of story to it uh which i don't know they could just be embellishing there but they're but the castle is not the only thing you get to go outside out and forbidden forest baby (laughs) like so this game looks so much bigger than i was expecting it to be because i i was just excited when it was like oh you get to do the hogwarts experience but it's also like way more than that it looks like yeah you get yeah you do everything from the actual classes though i'm so excited for the classes i yeah uh you get to go to the forbidden forest you get to go to all these different locations uh so there's gonna be a lot that you can do and i'm i'm just excited for my wizard simulator to finally be (laughs) happening in person the amount of time i've waited for this since i was a little honestly i've wanted this game since i was a kid like I've always wanted a game like this. Like there were, they had those small little Harry Potter games. I think I played one of them on Game Boy Advance. Yeah, there's never really been a very good Harry Potter game, or at least not that I can think of. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm just so ready. I'm ready for this. The only James, do you think uh, is it going to be much different if let's? Will they let you pick your own house? I think they'll let you pick your house. Will there? Uh, will each house have a different set of characters though? That's my, like how intricate will this be? That's where, that's my big question though, is yes, like, just in regards to houses, question. like, will, will like you will get this group of kids and will they act differently if you get a different house? Cause they're not the people you're friends with. Like how, how deep is this going to go? Cause so, it's basically giving you four different options here. Yeah. So I have no evidence of this or whatever, but if, I, if I were to personally design the, um, sorting ceremony type thing, I would do it a lot like the goat uh, exam or whatever. Wait, no, shit. What was it called in? Um, Wasn't it the goat in uh, Fallout? In Fallout, yeah. Where you can answer the questions as you want to, and it'll like auto-generate your character's like stats or or your like role or whatever. But if you are not satisfied with what it turns you can out for choose, you, you can yeah. just like automatically choose. The, the hat listens too, to an extent. Yeah. So I feel like it. It would. Again, I don't know how they've done it, but if I were to do it, it would be like that, where you answer some questions and then the hat would be like, well, based on that, your character would most likely go into Ravenclaw or whatever. But if you don't like that, you'd be like, well, I want to be Hufflepuff, though. It's like, okay, then you the Hufflepuff. Ah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So. Cause, all right, James, uh, what do you, I already know it's going to be Gryffindor for me, no matter what, probably just because I actually want to do Ravenclaw. <laughs> you want to do Ravenclaw? Okay. Cause yeah. all right. I took so many, you know, like they have all those, all those random quizzes on the internet. I took all of them because I was actually trying to, I felt Gryffindor was too, <laughs> it was too mainstream, bro. So I was trying to get something else. And each quiz I took, I kid you not, I always got Gryffindor. And when huh. Pottermore finally came out. I got Gryffindor too, and I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Okay, I'm gr- I'm just gonna embrace it. I'm just full Gryffindor. Screw yeah, it. That's pr- why not? probably why I chose Ravenclaw because that's what like a long time ago when I did the Pottermore quiz, I got into Ravenclaw. So I was like, oh, let's see how I that goes. Just, we'd be rivals. I can't. I just you know, eh. it'd be different. Dude, no one cares about Ravenclaw. <laughs> no one. You mean it could be a puff? No one gives a shit about a fucking puff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's so sad that it's like the only two. Uh, like houses that 
Okay, the two main houses in that series are Slytherin and uh, Gryffindor. And, like, occasionally they'll talk about Ravenclaw and, like, no one really talks about Hufflepuff. No, no one <laughs> talks about Hufflepuff. Like, well, there's, like, the one character, what's her name? Luna Lovegood, wasn't she from Hufflepuff? Yes, and so was, uh, actually, so was Cedric Diggory. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, Cedric and Luna were from Hufflepuff. Uh, the only one from Ravenclaw was Cho Chang, and then everyone oh, else yeah. was Gryffindor and, like, uh, Slytherin, yeah. But, yeah. Huh, maybe Ravenclaw got, like, the least love. I don't what know. do you What do you think your Patronus are? I'm just so excited for this. Dude, yeah, oh, I want to do that, too. <laughs> like, okay, in Pottermore, mine was, they gave me as a, as a, I was like, okay, I want, I thought they would go really deep with the animals, but I feel like they just put in a lot of different dogs, because I got, it wasn't just, like, dog, it was, like, husky, and I was like, a husky? Okay. Dude, I want a snow leopard. I think that would look cool. With oh, that would like, be pretty dope. I would love a, I mean, I, if it was up to me, I would have been like a tiger. But if it was really up to yeah. me, I'd been like, Godzilla. Freaking dragons, bro. You'd be like, yo, that man's, <laughs> I want to, I want there to be a stoner wizard that just like summons, like, it's like their Patronus is for some reason. It's just like Steven Seagal. And he's like, I'm Steven Seagal. You Dementors, I'm going to kick your ass. You're under arrest. Dude, it'd be so funny if someone makes a reference to uh, the Lord of the Rings because it would it wouldn't it exist technically? Wait, when does this game take place? Eighteen something? The hell are you talking about? No, well, no, it's just because like. Are you mean in media? No, in the game. Like, if there's gonna be a stoner character, have him be like making jokes about how like, oh yeah, Merlin was not Merlin. Uh, Gandalf was always smoking pipe weed. Oh, just, yeah, yeah. No, he, so basically addressing that, like, in their world, they still have Lord of the Rings because, like, it's a muggle thing, but, like, someone yeah. found out about it. Yeah, okay. and he's like, oh, yeah, there's this great wizard in the book. I'm just yeah, following so James, his the, No, so Lord of the Rings came from, uh, uh, Jared Tolkien was in World War One, So oh, it came shit. after okay, that. Okay, then yeah. I am very off on that date. You also, mostly fool. because uh, this game takes place in, like, the 1800s. Yes. So long before actually the Harry Potter series. So the whole thing it looked like because notice they were going in on carriages. I don't think there's a Hogwarts Express yet. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, so we're not even there. Uh, so it's going to be very, that's why it's going to be, it's still like the same magic, I feel like. But at the same time, too, it's like, because this is before Voldemort. This is before Albus Dumbledore. Uh, I, it's before uh, Grindelwald. You think you get a pet? Well, what I'm curious about, uh, how I forget, when was the school founded? Like, is this the time of, like, the four founders, or is this still after that? I'm going to look that up real quick, because I would not know off the top of my head. Okay. Well, all right. I, I know, guys, we totally just nerded about nerded out about Harry Potter, but while James looks that up, we'll, we'll start to move forward again. Uh, so, the <laughs> obviously, you can tell we're just excited. Oh, wow. About Harry. Like, 990 oh, yeah. AD. <laughs> Wait, what? So, it was, like, a thousand, you... <laughs> like a thousand years so uh, it's safe to say that they before. they won't be in the game then okay no, most likely not <laughs> hey maybe we'll get um let's see now all the ghosts won't be there okay they might be different ghosts maybe because only they'll either be less ghosts or different ghosts because like we won't have moaning myrtle there won't be like uh one of the the gray lady the ravenclaw descendant that was killed by voldemort they won't be in it um Maybe here, maybe nearly headless. Okay, I think the only character James that we might get that we already knew about was nearly headless Nick. 
Yeah. Uh, oh I wait, mean, the red bear. Hmm. Remember the wasn't the red baron in it or something? Maybe I don't know. If but he would be. He wouldn't even be there yet because that was like up. World War One. I, I feel like because that would uh, they, maybe it wasn't the red baron. There was oh. some dude in it. I, I don't remember anymore. There was some. Remember there was another ghost that was always like scaring Neville Longbottom. I can't yeah, remember. It was the Red Baron. He it was the Red Baron. Okay, yeah. So the, if it, if it's like World Baron, War One, huh? The Bloody Baron. Bloody Baron. Okay, maybe he's still on. Okay, so guys, I don't know why we're getting so deep into this, or why I'm getting so deep into this. I think the only characters we might get from the books and the movies and shit is probably just nearly headless Nick and the Bloody Baron, and maybe like the lady in the portrait uh, from Gryffindor. Uh, everyone that else, night dude, in the portrait too. <laughs> oh yeah, what's this? Uh, wait, I think I do. I know it. No, I don't oh, remember I, it. I don't remember his name. I don't remember it. I tried. It's been yeah. I failed. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Harry Potter's done. We talked about it. It's all right. All right. We're happy. Uh, Super call- surprised to see that there too. Yeah, I'm so fucking ready. Let's go. I'm. That's. Oh, I. I uh, we're about to talk about at the end of this one of the biggest games now to come for 2021 and i think this is still my top most anticipated game of 2021 by far even with what's coming out next year but okay all right all right wait let's let's keep going we're like 40 minutes in for i don't even know how long we've been talking about harry potter but okay (laughs) call of duty black ops cold war we got some campaign gameplay and it's like they're they're trying Uh. to take out a target (laughs) at the airport and we see uh, they try to kill the guy. They try to assassinate a dude that's like getting onto a plane. They it, they miss and kill the guy next to him. So they're just like chasing him, whatever. But we what yeah. we see key, the key things we see. It's like a, it's basically a car chasing the plane. But James, the the two things that stood out that just kind of showed you how this is going is you can grab a guy, use him as a human shield, so he takes all the bullets, and then you could basically put. A grenade and attach a live grenade on him and push him away so he blows yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. And then, guys, when you can melee someone, you can stab them. Not only stab them, you will then proceed to shoot them in the head with a with a pistol. And I was, <laughs> this is right after fucking Harry Potter magic, grabbing Hogwarts wizardry magic. Next thing oh you know, God, you're you got a dude blowing a guy up with a grenade, just like pushing him away to then another, just like knife stat, knife shooting a man at the same time. I I mean, am I crazy or are they, it doesn't seem like they're trying to sell me Call, Call of Duty uh, Cold War as an action game, like movie. Okay. But so based off of the gameplay, it's like cartoonishly violent it's cartoonishly and i was i mean okay james it did something, i literally though. like when, it did sorry something. But oh, yeah, when, yeah, when he did the like stab in the neck shooting that brain move i was like why <laughs> like why would you do that you <laughs> I, wasted I, a bullet i'm pretty sure when it was happening i was just smiling laughing and clapping when i saw that i was just so flabbergasted <laughs> in the bet like okay, they got me to smile at least. They got to they got me to smile and laugh, and I'm like, all right, Raven hasn't done like an actual game of their own in so long. This is like the first one in years, and I'm like, you know what? I I don't know how the multiplayer will be. I don't know how zombies will be. I don't know if I care anymore about those. But just to kind of give Raven the benefit of the doubt and just kind of play a Raven game for the first time in forever, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna get it just for that, and just I guess. 
I don't know if I'll even shoot the gun, James. I might just keep running up to people, using them as human shields, blowing them up, and then running up and just stab shooting, like stab shoot people. So one thing that does make me a little bit interested, and I don't know if I am just, again, reading too much into it. They did mention that this game will have like branching paths to an extent. Yes. Uh, so yeah. I wonder, you know, they... When when they were given the sniper rifle to take the shot, they just like lifted it up for like a second and just fired and they didn't really aim. So they hit the guy in front of the guy they were supposed to shoot. Is it possible that you could skip that entire uh, gunfight and would it be like a different sequence if you, oh, you could actually kill? actually hit that guy? Maybe. I mean, it's like remember um, Call of Duty for Modern Warfare when you're in Chernobyl? And you're supposed to assassinate that dude, and you like the wind picks up or something and just shoots his yes. arm off. I forgot about that. That was really cool. Yeah. So it, maybe it's like I don't know if it'll be like you're basically no matter what you do, you then go into that sequence. But mm. who knows? Uh, but yeah, like I said, I'm I'm curious. We might talk about Call of Duty a bit later on too at the end. Uh, I also kind of don't buy that the RC car could like run faster than the jeeps that's a very fast rc car it's a that very fast in the 80s james no less so it was carrying a lot of c4 too they must uh they must have really uh used all the radiation from those cell phones back in the day and just poured it right into that rc car like i don't want to make it sound like i'm just like shitting on call of duty just to for the sake of shitting on it but like the last Call of Duty game i played was call of duty world war ii and the the plane just like exploding over and over sequence like it was very reminiscent of the train exploding scene and i'm just like man i don't know it just seems very not uninspired but like i I don't want to claim that they're doing the exact same scene in different games but it's just like wait are you talking about the train in world war ii in world war ii like though i just beat that game i i yeah like so that scene where like the train cars are like flipping over you and stuff like didn't that look almost exactly like that plane like wing going up and like it's like oh it's gonna crush you I don't yeah know. yeah i mean they, just, they, yeah. they they want to really emphasize on close calls you know yeah i don't know <laughs> i just it doesn't seem like you need like call of duty didn't used to be like uh fast and the furious style i mean like they used to they did an entire nuke and you watch like that nuke destroy everything and you're like your character survives and you're like oh my i'm dead (laughs) yeah no your character fucking dies you you still fucking die you just all you get to do is climb out of the plane and then you're like dead it's just over and you're like oh shit that's some heavy shit dude yeah what i mean it's funny too because when you wake up in the plane you and when you're playing it the first time you're like wow that was a close call and then within a minute you just you're like never you know what never mind i guess i guess i'm just playing for one as one other player now for the rest of the game yep but yeah that's call of duty uh next was resident evil 8 village yeah they didn't really show too much new that i noticed i'm still looking forward to it because it yeah i mean they got they they've mentioned chris redfield's already in it it kind of has some vibes of resident evil 4 like the old spanish town thing also the storytelling did you notice that a little bit yeah they a little like different cart not cartoon but like very they have an interesting animation style the a little like animation they're gonna do that has like an actual story happening which i thought was really cool looking and the guy at the end 
Was that supposed to... I could be completely wrong, and I'm just bases, basing this off of things I've just seen, since, I, like I, I've said before, I haven't really played Resident Evil um, since, like, the old ones, and I don't remember shit about them, but, like, uh, they had a guy at the end saying, like, welcome, blah, 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 like, welcome, stranger, or something. Yeah, I don't was know that, who that was, was. Do you think that was supposed to be, like, the guy from 4 that's like, what are you buying? What are you selling? Dude, I'd love that, because that's, like, literally one of my favorite characters in that entire series. I kind of, if I ever do cosplay... I might want to do that as like a cosplay because one, it'd be super easy to do. And then I could just like literally. <laughs> Yo, cops might be called on you, dude. It's happened before. Uh, I could, I could see why. Cause literally his whole shtick is just like opening his trench coat and going like, got some interesting things on sale, stranger. Dude, like that, they actually, they did that in Mega 64, you know, Mega 64. Yeah. You mentioned them before. Yeah. They, uh, they, they actually did that. So one of them dressed up as him and went outside a grocery store and oh, just no. kept doing it. And people were just like, what the hell? And then one person actually walked up and was like, hey, so what are you actually selling? And he's like, stuff. Interesting things on <laughs> He's just yeah. like, stuff. <laughs> but then what the cops lying? come and you just see them like running away. <laughs> and it was the actual police. Like that, all this shit is always real. So that, uh, I find it really like, funny that you could actually kill the shop owner. You could. Game. You could shoot him in the head and he's just fucking dead. How do you buy I stuff? I can't remember if he stayed dead the whole game or if he like was just dead for that area kind of want to see if i can find that out now <laughs> okay all right next game was death loop uh which they also emphasized console exclusive it's coming out in second quarter of 2021 and uh it was really showcasing all of the targets you're going to be going for in yeah the game. dude the more they show about this game the more interested i get in it yeah it's it's gone from like the very first showing where i said i could give two shits to the one when they showed at the June showcase where I was like the the theme, the personality it's got, the style they're going for, I like this now. Like that's actually it's very no one's really doing it, so I'm kind of happy about it. And now they've just increased it where it's like, I I'm in. I'm I like this. I think I might get it. So I was already interested when it was like Okay, so you have to kill all of these main targets and get through the day alive. Without if you, her killing you. And if you die at any point, you go back to the beginning and you, you're you like, I thought it was going to be like a Groundhog Day type thing where you're just learning how best to shoot your way through the area or through the game. But it's so much more than that because they talked about how like, oh, they might not even be in the same place. Like they might, it might be super hard to kill everyone in one night if you have to like go all over this asteroid or whatever to do that. But you can kind of like use you can use the loops to learn a little bit more each time and it's like oh well this guy if he doesn't make this you know discovery in the beginning of the day he's gonna go to this party that he gets invited to because he's gonna want to drink himself like into oblivion so then you can kill two people in one place because the other person's already at the party because the other people yeah because the other person's throwing the party so now you have two targets in one place and now i'm just like oh man I wonder how many things, like how many secrets are going to be for you to just like uncover playing this loop over and over and over again until you get literally the perfect day. And like, could it be possible to put everyone in one place and you just like throw a grenade in a room and you kill everyone in one go? Like the only thing I'm not sure about is having a human player playing the person hunting you because it could get really frustrating if you're uh really close to getting like the perfect run and then someone just like 
gets you. James, I want to know whenever you're playing so I could get into your match to just fuck with you. I would love that. I would love to just ruin your day. So yeah, I like I said, the more they show about this game, the more interested I get. Yeah. I I'm excited. This this has become a kind of out of nowhere not out of nowhere but like basically went from like not interested to all right i think you might may have sold me maybe not not yet yeah. but i'm very i'm getting i'm pretty close like i, I think i just need for, to see full-on gameplay and i think uh that'll determine how they I show feel. a little bit of it it's it's kind of like um uh dishonored it looks like yeah well it's isn't it uh arcane yeah that would make a lot of sense yeah, yeah so. like it i think i went from like at first i was just interested now i'm like i need to play this game yeah all right uh next up we had devil may cry 5 special edition uh is a digital launch title and i think it's just it, what does it include that's extra about it unless i misunderstood it looks like you can play as nero uh nero which is dante's brother i don't know if that was in the original game because i thought the original game only had like the three main characters yes it, i think it was three yes I mean, yeah I guess it, was, the, it, it was, was dante uh oh no what's the other guy the guy with the demon arm i don't, I don't play those games <laughs> shit i can't remember his name and then the i got really confused was like, i was just like why does it look like there's three dantes because i didn't know there were more people <laughs> yeah no they 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 added a new character to devil may cry 4 who had like an interesting demon arm uh, he was fun to play as, uh, very different than Dante, but, uh, oh man, now I really can't remember what his name was. I don't, I don't think it was Nero. So that's that I believe Nero is Dante's brother. Okay. Well, oh, anyway, I you could, you could look it up that. later if you want. Yeah. But, uh, after that we got Oddworld Soulstorm. Which they kind of, it was more of a repeat of what they showed last time. It was like, you know, they played a, sh- a bunch of intense music. Well, you know, like all those little oh, okay, characters. Nero was the guy with the demon arm. He, Dante's brother is Virgil. Uh, okay. Uh. Anyway, so Oddworld. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was killing me. Uh, Oddworld, uh, it. it all they showed was like kind of a, a similar trailer that, that they showed in June. It's just like, you know, the, the intense music yeah. will all those, uh, I guess, characters you're rescuing will die pretty cartoonishly. But it's like yeah. it's like a mix of, I guess, what it looks like intensity, but humor. Uh, I've never really understood the Oddworld games personally, but yeah, I never got into did that. they did they change the name? I could have sworn it was Oddworld Abe's Exodus. And did they just rename it to Soulstorm? Huh? I might have to go back and look at that because I yeah I don't remember it being called Soulstorm. Wait, ooh, I think it might have actually. Yeah, so I don't know if yeah it's not a big deal either way. I don't really I'm not invested in that series. So I mean I know there's probably a bunch of Oddworld fans because I, I know this. I feel like this game has been going. This series has gone since PlayStation yeah, One. It definitely has a cult following. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had an announcement of Five Nights at Freddy's security glitch so i think it's is it a sequel or is it like an expansion i never uh, i didn't play it those looks games like either. a new game i've i've been interested in the game i just have never taken a look at it i, I knew i was yeah. gonna pick it up on steam one day i just never did uh um, i'm somewhat interested in the five nights at freddy's vr game because that game it's like meant to simulate like a first person perspective anyway 
Like the whole thing is like you're sitting in an office. Uh, you're going to piss yourself being murdered by a fucking Chuck E. Cheese character. Well, see, like the only thing, it's literally just because of the perspective of the game series for the most part, like mm-hmm. fits so well with the idea of VR that that was just like a perfect fit. But yeah, like also the idea of playing a horror game in VR does not sound like a fun time for me. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I mean, I, I still I feel like there's some good horror games I'd love to play in VR, but also I would like if someone touches me, I'm either going to like just self-destruct and just kind of crumple into nothing or that person will just I will just probably karate chop them or I'll just like instinctively, you know, like when someone scares you either like you do that like jump back in fear or you do that just like punch forward with fear uh, yeah <laughs> so it's one or the other <laughs> just like take off your headset there's just like an unconscious body near you like what the <laughs> hell happened uh but, yeah so you that, accidentally that's pretty... punched your tv it actually sounded like i don't know the it sounded like freddy because that little character like the the giant bear guy was helping you because yeah there was like a newer character that was going after yeah, I don't know if there's I don't, like I mean, I, actual I'm, lore to the Freddy yeah. universe. I mean, I feel uh, I, I, that's why I want to play the games and just find out because I mean, the, like I said, the concept's always been interesting. It's like it sounds like not at the museum, but everything's gonna kill you because they're Chuck E. Cheese characters. So a little bit. Uh, I've watched some let's plays of those games. Uh, they're interesting. I mean, kids play them. Yeah. Yeah. So all right, we had that. Then was uh, we have we had gameplay for Demon Souls. Uh, the remake. Oh my god, dude, it looks so good. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, it's exactly how it was before. I actually didn't know before, because I, I didn't know everything dies with one hit. Besides, yeah. like, the, the bosses, compared to, like, where I, I tried to play Bloodborne, and I remember just, like, this is taking forever. <laughs> if you have, like, six guys near you. Yeah, so. like, most most of the smaller enemies, from what I remember, granted, I never got very far into Demon Souls, but it was this thing where you die really easily but so does everything else yeah so you just have to be very careful and plan your shots when you know you're safe i i probably will i I actually reserve that as well so well i'll talk about it at the end but yeah that that looked cool and then uh we got a fortnite video where they're like available at launch so you know fortnite's coming yeah that makes sense yeah and then uh, we're near the end, guys. So next thing we had was the PlayStation Plus Collection. So this was a collection of PlayStation 4 games that if you are a PlayStation Plus subscriber, you will have access to all of these games on launch. So besides the PlayStation 5 games, or if you just got a PlayStation 5 you and you get PlayStation Plus, then you're pretty much like you're in, like you're, you're ready to go. And it's got, uh, James, are you ready for the list? Yeah, dude, it's a fat list of awesome games. Yeah, so, okay, so this is, like, not really the answer to, uh, Game Pass, which they've even said, like, Shuhei Yoshida, one, you know, one of the heads of PlayStation, mm-hmm. even says, uh, PlayStation Plus collection is no Game Pass. Like, he admits it. They admit it. Like, they, they're being, all of a sudden, right around the time, like, the pre-orders went to shit, they started being because the whole thing with sony the the whole issue with sony that kind of separated them from microsoft was microsoft is very vocal now like they will just kind of say a lot of stuff they'll reveal a lot of stuff they'll explain everything to people whereas sony will be very very 
secret. They keep everything to themselves. You never really know what the why why this is happening or whatever. But all of a sudden, now they're saying everything. Like, or at least they're like their recent tweets have been more vocal than before. Like, they basically just said like, you know, we were this isn't Game Pass, but this is the next best thing. They say that. And it isn't like, you know, it's not like, you know, PlayStation now there's over what 700 games or some crazy thing it's like an insane amount of games but yeah it's not as and it's it was around like three years before game pass it but it's not as good as game pass because game pass uh, i think it's i i think more than recently playstation plus finally went down to have a to be competitively competitive with it by making the monthly amount the same just for game pass like game pass ultimate is more expensive now but just the subscription services for the game catalogs alone are now equal. And uh, the difference, though, is, you know, Game Pass gives you the discounts on games. If you want to buy a game that's on there, you get, like, 20% off. If you want the DLC, it's 10% off. All the first-party games are there day one, if not early access to them, like, a few days earlier, like it would be if you got, like, the gold editions or something. So all of that, whereas PlayStation Now, it's, like, older titles... You won't get the new games instantly. It's probably going to be like six months at the very least or something. I'm not really sure how long it's usually for them to come there. So there's very big differences with them. But this PlayStation Plus collection. So it's a great thing because it gives you just an all-star lineup of PlayStation 4 titles that were really good or like really massive. And it like as a either new person to PlayStation, uh, maybe you skipped PS4 but you come in, you have PlayStation Plus, you can get all the PS5 games that are out, and you do have the backwards compatibility of the PS4 games, but you have instant access to all these games, so you don't even need to even, like, buy the discs if you don't have them yet, or even put them in, or anything like that. But here's the list. Sorry if it took forever to say that. Uh, God of War, Bloodborne, Monster Hunter World, Final Fantasy XV, Fallout 4, Mortal Kombat 10 or X. I don't know what you want to call it. Uh, Uncharted 4, Thief's End. Ratchet and Clank, the 2016 remake. Uh, Days Gone, Until Dawn, Detroit Become Human, Battlefield One, Infamous Second Son, Batman Arkham Knight, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us Remastered, Persona Five, Resident Evil Seven Biohazard. That is such a fire on all cylinder cylinders like full variety list that's there like that is a crazy lineup of games like i can't say that any of these games are bad like these are all really good games dude like i, I haven't played them all but that's also interesting because i didn't buy all these games like james i could say i never bought monster hunter world it's also on game pass just pointing that out as well but if i wanted to maybe play it on playstation yeah, instead dude, i actually i've been playing a lot of it, monster hunter but... world on xbox recently uh and it is because i that's the console i own it on and yeah dude it is an awesome game i yeah. i actually i've considered buying it on playstation again just like whenever it's on sale just because i love to play it so much but unfortunately progress doesn't really cross over so i don't know but if i'm gonna get it for free on the next consoles and loading is like crazy fucking fast uh might be worth it just to play and make a new yeah. character for me, what, what I get out of this personally is at least what I could play because I didn't buy them. I'm going to, for now, skip over, like, basically for me, it's like what I had never touched was Monster Hunter World, Final Fantasy XV, um, oh. 
Battlefield 1, Last Guardian, uh, Persona 5, and Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. I've actually never played Persona games. I probably would skip it personally because I don't want to do turn-based shit. Uh, but I think the one I find the most useful to myself, because I was going to play it eventually, no matter what, even if I don't like Resident Evil 1, I don't like Resident Evil the 2 and 3 remakes, or if I don't like 4, uh, I just start with... If I don't like the others, I will still try to play 7 to see if I want to just basically go like... Uh, I don't care for the previous games. I didn't like them, but I'll play 7, and if I like 7, I'll get Village. I'll get 8. So I have access now to that one. So that's what I'm most excited about playing. I also want to just try out the campaign to Battlefield 1, finally say I did it, uh, just to see how it is. Other than that, like, not too much, because I already either have these games from getting them free from PlayStation Plus, or I actually bought them. So, at the very least, if I don't get all these done before, like, of the ones I don't, if I own them, but I haven't touched them yet, I might just download from this, because then I don't have to deal with it, so... Uh, there's that. Uh, anything of particular that like you care about that much? James? I'm actually really excited to play um, Bloodborne again because I never. I mean, I finished that game. I never played the DLC, but one of the things that was uh, frustrating about the game is that whenever you died, there was like a long loading screen, and they they were able to get it pretty good with some updates but like when the when the game first came out it was like a 40 second load time almost every time pretty much every time you uh, died uh they were able to get it down to like 20 or 30 seconds which was better but i can only imagine on uh, the ps5 with the supposed instant loading of games like if i die in a boss fight and i'm just immediately back at the last lamp uh that i uh, was at like that would make it so much more addicting and easier to just like get back into the fight without having that like pause time of like, Ugh. you know, maybe I'll just quit for the night. I don't know. I, for whatever reason, that is really intriguing me. The idea of playing Bloodborne with zero load times, which makes the death, uh, the deaths in that game or would make the deaths in that game much, much less punishing. I still have to get back to that game. I will eventually. I just... God, that, that game made me so angry. That, I never even got to the first boss. I don't like, I don't like that game. <laughs> it takes a while to get used to. Like Yeah, you... I, I know. I just... I told you, when I played it, I didn't have any patience. Like, yeah. I was... I'm still in my backlog rush. Like, I'm still blasting through games. So, I was in the same way of doing that. And that's not a game you can do that in. Yeah. So, I was just kind of getting stressed out so playing it. I think you'd probably also benefit from the playing that game on Waiting. PS5. Like, oh, instead of playing it now? Because it would probably... It probably would be a lot less frustrating, you know, dying over and over if you are not literally having to wait, like, a half a minute every single time. Well, James, what would I want to play first? This or Demon Souls? Uh, probably Demon Souls. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mostly yeah. just because like that's it, when you buy a new console you want to play something that like really highlights what that is supposed to be like you know able to do and like mm -hmm. bloodborne i love the art style i love the gothic horror st uh look to it like the the character the enemy designs in that game is are very interesting and just like sometimes hideous and gross but dude like every second of that demon souls demo i was just like oh my god it looks so good 
like I didn't I really that was the game that I had like zero patience on because that was like before I really understood how you were supposed to play a Souls game I was just like this game is unnecessarily punishingly hard I don't get it (laughs) and uh so I think since I've played through at least one uh Souls game since then like all the way through and I I played some of Demons or Dark Souls 3 I didn't get all the way through it uh I am just very looking forward to getting a chance to play Demon Souls again and actually give it the shot that it deserves not to mention the fact that it's just like the dude the animations were so smooth in it and the lighting in that game looked so amazing like uh it looks so good yeah and then uh so that was the playstation plus collection and that's coming pretty much on launch if you have playstation plus you have access to all these games and it's not like a monthly thing it's just like they're there for you yeah which is awesome those are all really really good games like if you if you haven't played uh, and of course out of all those games if you haven't played God of War yet like there you don't have an excuse now like go yeah. freaking play God of War it's, holy crap it seriously might uh, I might have to think more on it but just off the top of my head it probably is like my PlayStation Four number one title for PlayStation oh, the 4. game of the generation yes for the PS Four oh we're it's, uh, you it's know really at the end in, that. James we gotta. I really, okay, so if I can get through my backlog before the PlayStation 5 comes out, we'll do a full show where uh, we're going to do our games of the generation. Like, we're going to go in, all, we're going to go all in on it. It's going to be a fun time. Sounds good. All right. Uh, so after that, we got the PlayStation 5 info we've been waiting for. So the PlayStation 5, they announced, is coming out November 12th, two days after the xbox's xbox series consoles mm-hmm. come out so xbox about series, a week you know, before, xbox... uh um oh night city game cyberpunk that's it <laughs> uh yeah so because uh, series s and x come out on tuesday november 10th the playstation 5 comes out thursday november 12th mm-hmm. so just both kind of middle of the weekdays uh, very interesting times too. Like I, I'm like, you know, there's no, there's no Fridays or anything like that. But they both chose just like, dude. Those thanks to the pandemic, times. times of the week don't matter. They really don't. Yeah, I mean, thank God because you don't. I guess you wouldn't want people to be leaving work to go stand in line at a store. Like that would be the worst thing possible. Yeah. So yeah, okay. Like I said, November twelfth, and it is for the physical version the one with the disc drive it is 4.99 and Same for the, the digital version X. it is 3.99 which is Pretty good deal. On, I, I guess those prices and i figure they weren't necessarily waiting for the ps5 price uh for the physical version i think they were waiting to adjust the digital yeah according to the xbox so because there there's no way in hell they would want to lose that much money to make it 299 to match the series s that makes no sense they're not even the same power it, like category because yeah. the the main here the main difference is uh which we'll talk about the we'll just kind of talk about all the consoles at once here right now just to kind of get them out of the way but we basically we have next gen the xbox series s is the most affordable console this is definitely the easiest console uh to buy just because it's only 299 it is incredibly affordable which you know kudos to them for making a console that affordable 
Uh, the main things that really make it a next-gen console is it has more RAM and it has a solid-state drive. These are the key factors of it. Uh, other yeah. than that, they did confirm it can't run Xbox One X Enhanced uh, features. Yeah, and when you told me that, I was just like, well, but then what does? how does that make it a next-gen console? Is it? It's That's literally just drive. faster. It's the solid-state drive that makes it more powerful and the RAM that basically expands upon it but does that mean uh, so, that the games that i play on it are basically gonna look just like my series my original xbox one no uh it'll hmm. still look better so think of it like a weird middleman uh where it's like it looks better than the xbox one stuff but it's not gonna look as good as the series x stuff i guess uh hmm. which they did also uh let me find it really fast um the, so there was the big thing. We, I think we talked about it, the the game because the whole thing also the the, the thing that kind of would hold a, the average person back from this is it's a 512 gigabyte solid state drive. Yeah. So for you know, which is ironic as a digital console, you know, you're downloading all these games to it. And Dude, Call of Duty um, Warzone alone would be like half that hard drive. And I'll, I would just say this to like people, you know, like if you are. You want it for its price, but then you're going to spend God knows how much money to get a solid state drive for mm-hmm. it. That's probably going to be around a hundred dollars or so. Like, why aren't least. you just getting, why aren't you just getting the series X? Like yeah. I would say you're going to get a better deal with the series X if you're going to do that. Yeah. I think and in the last episode, just enjoy yourself more. Yeah. I think in the last episode I said, I was actually considering the series S just cause like it is so cheap and I know I'm going to buy a PlayStation five. I I want an Xbox to be able to play with the people on Xbox that I play with on Xbox and it would be nice to have a slightly better console but like the fact that it doesn't do the even Series X enhancements or, or no Xbox One X enhancements and yeah like that hard drive is going to be really hard to live with for the next gen games for, like I can only imagine so yeah upgrading the hard drive is just going to make it so that i might as well just get a series x when i do upgrade my xbox yeah and i will say so but on the plus side for the series s uh this is from an ign interview uh that uh it's uh jason ronald the xbox director of program management said so with a performance target of uh 1044p at 60 frames per second uh, our expectation is that developers will not ship their highest level MIP maps, I think that's a word, uh, to Xbox Series S, which will reduce the size of the games. Ultimately, the controls in the developer's hands. Uh, we've had this technology for a while that allows developers to intelligently choose which assets to install on which device they're planning on. So the flexibility is in the developer's hands to make sure that the right assets are there. So they're saying up to the developer, it's a developer on de- uh, developer by developer basis, that they can choose to exclude the features that maybe wouldn't really work with the Series S that would work for the Series X, which would then make the game a smaller size. Uh, which, James, I would say then that that will probably most likely at least be the case with any first-party titles, like let's say Halo Infinite or Avowed or yeah. Fable or any of those. So you will probably see a prominent size difference for when Fable comes out. Uh, on the Series X versus the Series X. So that is at least a plus for that, just to yeah, keep that in mind. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, we we even saw the same thing on the Xbox One X games. Like, 
the 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 four K texture pack for like granted this is maybe a, an extreme case. Uh, the four K texture pack for Quantum Break on Xbox uh, One X was like huge, and it made the game literally all, like almost twice as large on the Series X. But that was mostly because of the uh, if you if you wanted to download the four K uh, episodes or whatever that were part of the game. So, uh, yeah. Well, I and, this is a, just another example of like I'm gonna have to wait for when these consoles come out to really see what like the gaming outlets say about like, yeah, this is what a file uh, th- this game will take up on a Series S and how much it'll take up on a Series X and if it's like noticeably like much smaller file sizes for the Series S then maybe that hard drive, that that smaller hard drive might last a little bit longer than I would expect, but I'm still not expecting too much. Yeah, and uh, a few facts about it. So they, they said uh, Xbox Series S should be around 30% smaller than the Series X equivalents for the games. So about a 30% difference mm. due to the reduced texture resolutions at the very least. It doesn't seem like that's going to go too far. But I well, I mean, I imagine know. if it's like a hundred gigabyte game. You now just it's only seventy gigs compared. That's still yeah. I would say that's a pretty big difference. That's that's fair. I guess you could like maybe that means you could fit like one more game on there, maybe two, depending on the size of that game. And I will say so here. Uh, they also talk about like uh, they don't think the Series S will limit developers as the console generation goes on, just because it is. Uh, they do compare it to like you know a PC. Where, you know, you can't always, depending on your PC level, won't be able to run the max settings. So yeah. it's just think of it as it's not the maximum setting of the game that's running on this one because it's a different, Yeah, it's got the different PC specs that for makes the most sense. part. So that that's like the same thing. It's really like, you know, there's nothing, if you're, if you were ever worried about that, don't be basically. So uh, just keep those in mind. So we got the Series S, the most affordable console uh, that's all digital. And if you want to kind of uh, sacrifice in terms of like the best quality, then you could go for it. Otherwise, you still have the Xbox Series X, which is the most powerful console so far for the next generation in terms of just, you know, like raw power, uh, which will have a disk drive. It's $499, but it's got like, you know, 4K with 8K capabilities, if I remember correctly, and, uh, you know, all that fun stuff. And then the PlayStation 5, nearly equal in in power, but the Series X is still more powerful. Uh, but the PlayStation 5 more, uh, is the thing they talk about is the speed of the console. Yeah. Where, I, I would compare it, James, like, think of your Series X as that massive brawler. It's just like, you know, really, they, it's full on like a, it's the warrior class. It's like really powerful. The, the PlayStation 5 is kind of like that more nimble assassiny guy that's like smaller. His damage isn't as big, but basically he's a lot faster and swifter and can do that kind of stuff. So think of uh, your PlayStation 5 as your rogue and your <laughs> Xbox Series S Series X is your tank in terms of, I don't know, dungeons and dungeons and dragons and RPGs and stuff. But uh, they're, they're more banking on that plus like 3D audio and the, the more interactivity of their controllers. Uh, with the haptic feedback so uh playstation 5 and xbox series x are equal in price for both the disc drives 499 
the PlayStation 5 Digital Edition is the, in terms of power and the equivalence of them, is the more affordable route. Uh, so it's the most affordable of those, of that category of power. Uh, it's a hundred dollars less, yeah. it's only three ninety nine. So, and I honestly think James, I think it was a fifty dollar difference without the disc drive. I think it was like a four hundred and fifty dollar yeah. thing, and then they saw the Xbox showcase and went knock it down fifty bucks, and they made it three two ninety uh three ninety nine instead of yeah uh, three forty. I think that was just or four forty nine. That just yeah. makes it a much more attractive package, and it makes it literally yeah. like halfway between the super affordable Xbox Series S and the like PlayStation 5 uh, 5 and Series X of like the same power. Yeah. So pretty much from this and then uh Yeah, so just think of that in the, all those different categories. Series S most affordable, I uh, PlayStation 5 digital uh, most affordable of the power more powerful consoles. Series X and PlayStation 5, same price. Series X, slightly more powerful. Uh, PlayStation 5, you know, got the PlayStation titles. Series X, play, the Xbox titles coming, has Game Pass. Um, also, keep in mind, if you're still freaking out about the, you know, oh my god, the price of the Series X versus Series S, how will I do it? All access, that's how you do it. Yeah. Uh, you literally can just pay like for two years monthly. If I remember correctly, you're also going to get Game Pass Ultimate with it as well. So you're going to have like, I think two years, I could be wrong. It's like, I for- it it used to be two years of Game Pass Ultimate. It might not be anymore, but basically you'd get like two years of Xbox Live. You could play online. You have all access to the Game Pass library. So you don't even need to buy the first party games. They're there. You have them all and you have the future ones for those next two years. If as long as you stay subscribed. So you don't even have to care about the price because you're basically spending like $20, $30 a month or something like that. Like that is the best deal you're going to get out of all the consoles. If, if we're talking about price point, that is the best deal. Like don't even bother with the S, just get the X, have a great time. You're paying 30 something bucks. Who cares? Like that's not bad. You're not even paying interest. Uh, but you know, like hmm. uh, PlayStation 5, all those exclusives that they showed, plus like what's coming to, uh, but we still have Avowed coming to Xbox, so that's another big thing. And Fable. It, it, just take a look, see what you want. Uh, James, you know me. I, I'm going to get both. But that's the showcase, and let's talk about how it all went afterwards. Yeah, they so said one of the, they, they, one of the yeah, few things that they didn't talk about in the conference was when you would be able to pre-order. Yes. They said when, you'd be, when the console is officially out, but not when you could pre-order it. So I immediately went over to their Twitter just to see and PlayStation said you can start pre-ordering at select retailers starting tomorrow, which would have been the 17th, which would have been like a couple days ago. Uh, Then Walmart was like, nah, fuck that. You can just buy it now. (laughs) <laughs> which kind of which caused all the chaos yeah. to occur so i was like oh okay cool i'll just like chill out for the day i'll pre-order my console tomorrow somewhere uh because i i somehow never got the email from sony to ha- get a chance to pre-order it i don't know what happened there because i i even searched my email to see had i actually like not responded to the original email and i couldn't even find that one so i don't know it's super weird uh but 
yeah, like all the other retailers, like Target, Amazon is somehow sold out. Best Buy is sold out. I tried at one point. There, I I got word of a Walmart uh, second round uh, of pre-orders, and I got one in my cart, and it said, "Oh, there's four left. Get it now." I was like, "Oh shit, that, they're going fast." I hit checkout, and it was already gone. So fuck Walmart. I hate them. I hate them so much. Yeah. So Walmart just caused a whole like they started it. Then Best Buy, Amazon, Target, GameStop all went into it and they were all gone. Like it was just a whole, it was a clusterfuck because the sites were breaking down. Uh, like uh, different ones had different effects. Like, you know, Walmart sold out, I think. Amazon sold out, but also like people couldn't even find it. Like there weren't yeah, any links when, to it. When I was just like searching PS5, I couldn't fucking find it. But somehow people were finding links to it. So I think the way it worked was uh, if it it was basically playing favoritism, which I understand uh, because it was like before it gave everyone the chance to get signed up to be notified when this when the consoles be released. So I think all those people that did it were the ones that got the access. And once they got the access, they were the ones basically dogpiling and they're trying to get their hands on one and not all of them it did anyway. Mm. What's weird is so, that I was hearing stuff like <laughs> Walmart, like people who had signed up on Walmart for news for when the PS5 becomes available for pre-order, like they were supposed to get an email. Walmart didn't even do that. They were just like, oh, free for all. Everyone gets it now. Well, James, when have you ever had a high opinion of Walmart? Who has a, like, I've never looked nah, like never at them really. as like a nice place. So like the only I, don't, thing I mean, that, there's not in the city anyway, but I wouldn't shop there. Yeah. The only anyway. thing that Walmart has going for it is that it is a convenient place to shop because it has like basically it's everything cheap. and it's cheap and it's cheap. But at the cost also, of its workers. That's the thing is like, I, I hate them because of their business practices and the fact that they have almost single handedly ruined entire towns of like um small businesses you watch that south park it's, it's, uh, yeah i know i'm i'm mostly quoting <laughs> south park but like it's that they got that from somewhere like that's basically that's what walmart does they because you know i get i mean it's basically what amazon does now it's also well. very true yeah, so it's point. like I, it, walmart and not, it's convenient to us we do the same thing yeah so it's <laughs> I guess I'm not exactly being completely fair because, yes, if I feel this way about Walmart, I should probably feel the same way about Amazon. Uh, we can only do so much. At, yeah. At the same, you know, anyway. All right. Yeah. So Walmart did their shit. Uh, Target, I don't, they just, uh, I think it was like the same case, same with Amazon. Best Buy, I actually tried to, I went for, like, none of those ones worked for me. So I'm like, Target and uh, Best Buy and GameStop were the only two for, that I could try. And Best Buy, uh, it didn't like it worked. I got on there. I got it, got it in the cart. And I was like, cool, go to checkout. Well, first the cart didn't, when I clicked on the cart, nothing appeared, even though it shows like the symbol of it in my cart and I kept reloading it. And I'm just like, for fuck's sake. And it finally showed it. And I'm like, check out, nothing happens. Check out, nothing happens. Check out. We're experiencing technical yeah, blah, blah, no blah. <laughs> two hours later. Oh my God. Uh, I wasn't there the whole time for two hours. So I went uh, worked okay. out for an hour, came back, but I was still trying it. And it was still doing the same thing. And then finally it went through and goes, your product was sold out. <laughs> I was like, uh, thanks. Uh, GameStop. Dude, they started like blocking people somehow. Blocked me. They You got blocked they, too? 
I could not access the website um, on my computer. I went to my other computer. I went to my laptop. Didn't work. I went to the app on my phone. It wouldn't let me sign in. Wow. It's almost like they don't even want to be a business anymore. It, it just straight up blocked me from the website. Like I was like, they, I, I'm, you know, GameStop, we already, t- you know, we just recently talked about them. GameStop's a funny thing. So that was GameStop. The only ones that didn't sell anything was the PlayStation Direct store. And I then got the email that says, hey, you have been invited to pre-order the PlayStation 5 on t- at 10 a.m. Pacific time on Friday the 18th. And I think they didn't even they didn't even sell the PlayStation 5s on that night. They didn't do it. And they didn't even do it on Thursday. Or yeah, they didn't even bother on Thursday. They just waited till Friday. So it was just a whole chaotic thing. Everyone was pissed off. And then we finally got the PlayStation Direct. And I don't know who got the email and who didn't. James, I'm not sure if you did even got the first. Do you got the first one at least, right? And you just never I, did anything. I tried with looking it? for it. I couldn't even find it. So unless it's like really buried in my inbox. Unless you do, you, do you ever delete your emails? No, dude. I'm one of those people that has like eight thousand emails on my phone. Ah, uh, so you're a disgusting man. Okay, so now I we actually know that James started is a barbarian. I started deleting emails earlier today because I was like, you know, what? so your emails match your house. What? Yeah, I'm. You're I'm hoarding, trying you're to slowly shit? get myself back into order. You nasty man. I want you to take a day where you just either watch a show or listen to music and you're just going yeah, through your emails. I'm I'm starting I'm I wanna make that a thing where like instead of just That's scrolling your through like Twitter or whatever, I'll like sit down and watch something and like delete emails. Cause like most you of the time. You just have your laptop anyway. there and you're just like, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be I, I don't know why that's so that always sounds I, I think I I think it's because I keep everything in order for the most part, except for like still my room itself isn't the best. There shape. was a That's time when I was on top of my emails, but dude, like shit got away with it from me. <laughs> I mean, it's like when we were younger, you know, your brother's room. I was always like, oh god. <laughs> but you know, it's a different story, dude. But, I'm a little ashamed of my room at this point, but I, you know, you know, yeah. baby steps. <laughs> it was like it was so weird. I, I, it's like that weirdly excites me where i'm like oh you get to you get to go through your emails like a whole list and just watch the satisfaction of making them disappear i need to go see a counselor <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know what the hell's wrong with me but yeah okay so we uh we wait for friday and i'm like there and it's like click this link at you know at the time and i'm glad i didn't wait for 10 a.m james because it seems like there was already it, it was doing it basically first come first serve to those that were invited. So if you like tried to share your email with someone, it wouldn't work. They would know because they invite you via your, uh, they, they tracked you via your PSN name. So all the people that got the opportunity were people that already had PlayStation uh, IDs. And they've been like basically people that have been playing on PlayStation because they had like a PlayStation 4 at the very least or a PlayStation 3. I'm not really sure how they went about it. Or, like, I don't think they emailed the whole population of people with PSN IDs uh, in the beginning to get notified. But because I did, I got that email, and it was like, you've been selected. And I was like, oh, my God. So I jumped in there. And I think it was, like, 9.30 or maybe a little bit before 9.30. And it's like, you're, you've been queued in. Uh, it'll basically, you don't have to do anything. Don't refresh it. Uh, it'll refresh on its own. It'll do, a, like, a, a doorbell ring when it's time. And if you're in another tab, it'll have a pop-up that comes up and says, hey, it's time, baby. 
and it'll like take you there. So I was watching like the Night City Wire uh, while this was going on and it finally happens. And I'm like, oh God, I have my, I have my PlayStation credit card ready. That's right. I have one. <laughs> uh, and I, I have it ready because I my credit card's already in there. I'm already signed in. But it's like saying you might need to again. And I'm just like, oh, God, I swear to God, if that's like the thing that screws me over, I'm going to be so annoyed. So I get in there and instantly it goes, you've been queued. And I'm like, huh? And it's like, your wait time is 34 minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I think basically there are people that were in there earlier so it's like waiting in line before it open, you know, when before the store opens, you're waiting in line. So you still have to like, even when yeah. the store opens, you're in that line still. So it's the same thing. And even like, uh, I looked on Twitter and Greg Miller did the same thing. He's like, hey guys, I'm in. And then it just shows the same queue. And I think he's like two minutes behind me and he's just like, JK. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay, so this is going to be fun. And I'm like, I'm slightly worried, but it's getting closer getting closer my queue is still there so at least you know if it was sold out i don't think i'd be in the queue still then again like you could still it's like now you don't even have access to the playstation direct store like this is the only way into the store now so i finally get in there and james they're both available but i'm so panicked about time i have no idea how much time i have i don't really think about do i want another controller do I want the 3D uh, headset yet, or do I want to research and see if there's like third-party ones yeah, from like Steel Arctis or? I'm, I'm like debating. I'm like, do I want it from them, or will like Steel Series will Astro make this like also a 3D one, but it's just like higher quality. So that's why I'm kind of like, I'm not ready yet to commit to a headset specifically. But fair enough. I also don't know if I want a, a second controller yet. I might wait till they like make a second color or something, and I just like make myself just have one. And I'll just be like that guy that's like, oh, I'm standing with the with the cord there charging and playing. Well, because <laughs> I, you know, you got to sacrifice sometimes, guys. But uh, I all I did was I put the physical version in my cart with the disk drive. And I without I just don't even think I just clicked Spider-Man Miles Morales and I clicked Demon Souls discs, even though I don't even need to get the discs. But I got them anyway, added them to the cart and then bought them. And it's like, you've done it. And it's like, it gives you the option to continue shopping. And then it puts me back in line to get in <laughs> if I oh, wanted no. to. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, you know what? I got what I needed. And I go to my email to go see, uh, like, the full receipt. And there's no email. I check my spam. It's not there. I refresh for, like, five minutes. Nothing there. I'm starting to sweat. I think it was like 15 minutes later, it finally appears. And I'm just like, oh, oh, my heart. (laughs) So, guys, I officially have pre-ordered a PlayStation 5 disc version. And I got Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and uh, Demon's Souls coming on launch. But if, uh, honestly, if Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and uh, I think I'm probably getting that on launch as well most likely so we'll see how many games i actually get on launch there's like six games i might end up buying and i'm like i already i already instantly have a backlog on launch i will be so kind of salty with that but at the same time I'm like well fuck it whatever yeah i'm hoping that there's still some hope for me that was a little redundant but anyway uh because sony like today put out kind of an apology tweet saying hey 
So those pre-orders could have gone a little bit smoother. And we're really sorry about that. They're like, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, And so they said that they will be releasing more PS5s for pre-order in the next few days. And that retailers will, like, say when you can pre-order them. Uh, I don't know. We'll see if that ends up being true or if, like, the same shit will happen again. But I'm I'm just going to hope that if not on launch day, at least by like the end of the year, I'll have a PS5. But we'll see. Yeah, which you know that's close enough to like. There, there's barely any year left anyway. Yeah. By the time it comes out in the general. And let's be honest, it's not like I'm gonna die without getting the new PlayStation. I mean, like, like I said, there. I can guarantee you, they're gonna have like a wave that's gonna be during Black Friday. Like the Black Friday, they're gonna have yeah. consoles for sale, even though like all the Xboxes, all the Playstations will sell out. So. And I think it's, uh, what is it, September 22nd, Tuesday, yeah. you can pre-order the Xbox Series S and X as well as get it via All Access. They they, they straight up, they did it. Did you see that Twitter burn? Yeah, they were like, basically, like, oh, hey, let me find, I'm going to tell you exactly it's... when you can pre-order the, place, the Xbox, you know. Yeah, you, <laughs> you felt that sting that they did, like, back when Sony, like, when the PS4 first started, they're like, this is how you share a game. And, and they're like, like hand hands the friend. disc over. <laughs> that was Thanks. so funny. <laughs> that was so good but yeah they did uh they did their own burn and god where is it it was so it was pretty hilarious uh let's see where are you where are you where are you i want to find the exact thing for it Uh, i can't find it i give up already but yeah so uh this tuesday coming uh this should be out monday anyway so the day after you hear this you will be able to reserve an xbox james are you gonna go for a series x yeah, I don't think I'm going to get one on launch. Uh, I'll probably wait till, like, shit, maybe even when Halo comes out. <laughs> I don't know. I will I will say this. Like, if I didn't have my own, like, since, like I said, guys, once again, I work for Microsoft, so anything I say doesn't respect, represent the company, blah, 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 blah. But, like, uh, if I didn't have that discount, I would get the Series X this Tuesday if I could. If I could, personally. I, I for sure want the Series X. I have no interest in the S. But because I know, you know, like I said, I work from, I'm just going to wait until I personally can get like, I'm going to get it via my own company store that I have access to. So I'm just going to do that, but I'm still getting one either way. So probably before the year easily, uh, whenever I get the chance, uh, probably in like November. Cause there's no, I don't think we get access to pre-orders. It's just like, it's when it's there, it's there and you go, okay, cool. I hope it doesn't sell out. <laughs> so yeah. we'll see how that goes for me, but like, I'll get it when I can. If not, like if I have to wait a little bit, I'm okay. Like there's no, like if I want to play Gears Tactics or something, I'll probably play on my Xbox one S or my, uh, I'll wait to, I'll, I'll keep my one S until I get the series X. Once I get the series X, then I'll probably sell off the S, but uh, I'll either play on that or I'll play on a PC because I have basically yeah. still access to all those for Game Pass anyway. The other thing that makes me a little bit hopeful is that Sony has said that they're going to have more PlayStation 5s available by the end of the year than like the PS4 did. And I don't remember the PS4 being like that hard to find. Uh, I didn't. I actually didn't get a PlayStation 4 until the second, uh, until the next fall. Uh, I got it. So I think had you been it came looking out, for what? one though? I didn't. So I waited for Black Friday and I got it and it had the it was the combo that had GTA 5 and Last of Us Remastered. Mm, mm. Uh, so that's when I've and because I had held off on GTA 5 anyway, but 
I think I waited too because that's when I was at I was in Savannah. I was at school, so I, I didn't oh, right. buy it yet. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, because well, other people were playing PS4s. I was playing on my roommate's PlayStation Three on a projector, playing Fallout New Vegas again. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I did that, but I was just because I didn't have a TV yet. I didn't like have anything. And when I moved into another, when I moved into a new place with a, a few of my roommates. Uh, I bought like a 1080p TV from Best Buy and then I brought my PlayStation 4 and that's when I finally really started gaming there. Otherwise, I was just playing games on my PC, a shit ton of civilization, if I remember correctly. And uh, I just like one roommate had like a PlayStation 2, so I was playing like that. And then another roommate had a PS3, so I was like playing stuff on that on another year. It was just random stuff. But okay, yeah, so that was all the pre-order stuff. Um, we'll like, yeah, just keep an eye out for everything, guys. Get them when you can. But worst yeah, case, you know, these luck. things are gonna, these things are gonna come in waves. If the if the pre-orders are all done and you miss out on the pre-orders, I'm sure there's gonna be more available at launch, and then there's gonna be more available during Black Friday. So it's like, oh no, you, you might still get it. It's just you get it two weeks after launch, which which isn't too bad. You could still, like I said, you could play all those games still on your PlayStation Four on your Xbox One. So you still got that access. Don't worry. Like, you're going to be okay for a bit. Uh, and then I completely forgot. So at the end of the showcase, now that we've gone through all the main stuff, they teased uh, God of War. I don't know what we're going to call it yet. Because it's, it's like, they technically, said, it's sort of a God of War 2, but it's not a God of War 2. It's like, it says, they, it's, said, they showed. Yeah, all they said was Ragnarok yeah, is coming. Yeah, Ragnarok is coming, which is, of course, you know, the end of the Norse Norse uh, mythology where their world ends. So we get the, which tells us there's only two Norse God of War games, which means yeah. you might get, you know. Which they kind of hinted to it already anyway in the last one, because throughout the game, it gets more and more like icy, I guess. And like, yeah, if you know your Norse mythology, their world doesn't end in fire. It like ends in ice basically yeah and the whole thing too is like the norse mythology has already been around like they're already hearing all the tales of everything that's already happened so like yeah. you know like jotunheim all the giants are dead spoilers sorry yeah um, thor ragnarok did not really follow the true norse mythology oh that marvel mo- it's a it's a fun movie but it's a terrible thor movie yeah <laughs> uh so yeah ragnarok is coming 2021 was the big news here so Guys, yeah, dude, uh, just so in terms surprised. of, it's coming so soon. we, the, this is the PlayStation release calendar. So for 2020, already at the launch in the last two months of 2020, you get two games for PlayStation. You get, or, you know, you got the smaller games like Astro Bot and some other stuff, yeah. but you're getting Spider-Man Miles Morales and you're getting Demon's Souls remake to just start off the launch. Which so there's already, amazing. it's a very strong launch. It, like they're coming in guns blazing. And then 2021, you know, usually uh, an average year, you're going to get one or two, sometimes three. Like the last time we got a really like a triple play that was so powerful was 2018, where they went, hey, God of War, Detroit Become Human, Mm Spider-Man. And that was like, that was a very, 2018 was probably their most powerful year of the generation, I want to say almost. Uh, This year, we've already had a lot. We've already had The Last of Us Part 2. We've had Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, it, it's series so fucked up in my head that I don't remember what happened before that. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't remember when, like, the other games came out. 
but you've had those two games and you're getting Spider-Man and Demon's Souls just under their lineup. So that's still really good. The only other time James I can remember, like, I think the most packed year was 2011 because they had Killzone 3, Resistance 3, Uncharted 3, and I think Infamous 2. That was like their most insane year. And then I think Gears 3 outsold them all, but it was like, uh, but like that was like insanity because those were all high quality games that I loved, except for, well, you know, like, you know, Resistance 3 was like, I like it more now, but back then, just as a very hardcore Resistance fan, I was like, I'm so confused of like why they chose Capelli. It, It was more for the story itself. And also the multiplayer just kept changing every game, which confused me, but Point is, though, uh, 2021 is a big year because PlayStation 5 is going to have three games. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Horizon 2 Forbidden West, and God of War sequel, placeholder name. So I did not think you would get Horizon and God of War in the same year. So they already pretty much like, that's probably, uh, I can guarantee you, James, like God of War is probably their fall title. For next year we're probably gonna get horizon like uh around like may and ratchet's probably gonna come around like i don't know maybe february since we already saw the gameplay for it that's my guess but like you're pretty much populated with playstation 5 like beginners there not to mention if you're still talking console exclusive you have death loop as well and some other stuff i'm sure coming is like that are like smaller so insanity yeah like yeah yeah i didn't even make that connection uh until you pointed it out before like because mostly because i forgot that horizon they give so they did say horizon is 2021 yes no no but you know i think they might have I'm going to assume yes, because they wouldn't have showed it. I think it has to be. I think all of the games they showed... I think the games they showed, they said all the games that were shown were basically coming within the next, like, year or so or something. If it is, that's an insane lineup for just their exclusives. Yeah, because the... What I really like about this is you have stuff coming from Insomniac, from Bluepoint, from Sony Santa Monica, from Guerrilla Games... And they're all like, all right, these are out at the very beginning, which means we're going to get stuff, hopefully, like, we're getting at least, like, multiple titles, like, at least a few titles from them this generation. So they're, like, coming in going, we're, this is the beginning, and then we're going to come back with more with them, but also you still have all those other developers they are going to be rearing to go afterwards. Which, James, that just gets me really excited because we're going to get stuff from them at this point and then they're going to come in with like 2022 2023 and they're going to be like look here's sony san sony san diego's game here's uh sony ben's game here's uh sucker punch's game here's do you think uh, uh, naughty dog's game chance at like another order game do you you think radiate dawn is going to get another crack at that no that's impossible all right (laughs) you you realize that oculus bought them right Wait, what? When did that happen? We talked about it on the show. Oh, shit. I totally forgot about that, I guess. Yeah. So, guys, if you can donate for us, we're going to donate to help James get his memory back. Because every time we talk about something, he somehow forgot. That's so weird. Because, like, I've even still, like, recently, I've just been like, man, 
I wonder oh, wait, if... no, I'm sorry. I mean to you. Uh, it was not. We I tweeted about it, I think. Oh. Uh... With the Twitter account. But yeah, Oculus bought them. Wait, so when, when was this? A while ago. Oh. Huh. It was this year. It was this year. Okay. Cause I just I... remember one. Because I literally, for like the longest time, I've just been waiting for them, for someone to talk about like if they're going to do a sequel to The Order. Because they did definitely kind of have a, not exactly a cliffhanger, but like they could keep it going. Do enough people care? Probably not. I'm probably one of the few people that do. And I don't even even care that much. I'm just interested. But yeah, I think think what we're going to get next after this, like the next couple of years, we're going to get like, Days Gone 2 from Sony Bend. We're going to get... That's uh, much more likely. Uh, we'll get that. Sucker Punch, who knows what, they're work- we're gonna, what they've been doing after Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. And maybe they've been working on something even before, like already like PlayStation 5 time. Uh, we ha- potentially... Uh, the word and the rumors have been that Sony San Diego will give us a new Uncharted game. Whatever it's going to be like new protagonist, all that kind of stuff. And whatever Naughty Dog's working on, if it's like a new IP, potentially... Uh, uh, their multiplayer they were talking about do oh yeah whatever i think we'll get the multiplayer thing from naughty dog next oh, and right probably uh gorilla i'm hoping so after horizon i just want them to do it's like cool we got that i'm excited for it like i am especially after frozen wilds i want another horizon game immediately after that i hope they're working on Killzone. i want another Killzone. i want a shooter and i hope after spider-man miles morales and ratchet we got a ratchet. We sort of got Spider-Man and they're either going to work on Spider-Man two or I'm hoping, I'm hoping, uh, either a remaster to the resistance collection or resistance four or sunset overdrive two. Or I, I don't think actually, you know what? Scratch that off. I don't think, uh, uh, insomniac would be the ones that would do their own remaster. I think they'd get another group like blue point or something for that or something. But I think after, They'll either do Spider-Man 2 or they're going to do like uh, maybe Sunset Overdrive 2 or Resistance 4. That's I really want a Sunset 2 or Resistance 4. As much as I want a Spider-Man game, those other IPs, I just really want to see something again from them. Like, I just want a continuation. That'd be interesting, I guess. Yeah. So we'll see. We have so much to think of from these guys and it's going to be an interesting, like I said, I'm just, I'm just, even though I'm really excited for 2021, now my, my my brain is already going to 2022, 2023, just being like, what's going to be there? What's going to happen? Oh boy. So we're in for a treat. Plus like, can we uh, turn this year of nightmares into year of dreams? <laughs> yeah. And honestly, the more I think about Obsidian, the more I get excited for Avowed just because I know like, you know, these are the guys I made Fallout New Vegas, the best Fallout game. And if they're going like, hey, this is our base, our version of Elder Scrolls, I'm just like, I, yeah. you know what? Let's go for it, baby. So I'm excited for that. This is going to be fun. Um, and the last thing I wanted to talk about for the PlayStation stuff um, was the backwards compatibility. Uh, I believe there was an official announcement, uh, which, you know, it's, you know, we, we were expecting it. We were hoping for more, but we were expecting it. Uh, PlayStation 1, 2, and 3 will not be supported on PlayStation 5. Yeah, I wasn't really expecting it. Yeah, and it's like, we're it, it, from what I've heard, it's like 99% of PlayStation 4 games will be backwards compatible mm-hmm. over time. They just said, like, I think it's the top 100 games are 
going to be there first because they wanted to get the most popular ones there first, which is why you can see like the PlayStation Plus collection have they, is representing that. Yeah. Have they said that you will be able to like put your PS4 discs into the PS5 or is it just like I, the digital games? I assume you can. I think you can. I think you can. I think it's mm. digital and disc. Interesting. Uh, which I'm, I'm happy with for that. I think guys, if we get, I think, I think you could play the PlayStation 2 games that are on PlayStation 4. That would make sense. I, th- I think you could do that at least. You know how you know how they they like. Remember when they used to do the PlayStation 1 classics on PS3? Uh huh. Yeah, so I think uh, with the PlayStation 2 classics on PS4, you can probably play those at least on PS5. Uh, just not the original like discs of PS2. Uh, so what I think is if they we'll get the support. I think it'll be on PlayStation now eventually where you'll be able to play PlayStation one through three games on PS five. It's going to be through PlayStation now. Otherwise like, Hey guys, I kept my PlayStation three 60 gig launch one that is backwards compatible for a reason. And when that thing yellow lighted on me, I spent, I don't really remember cause it was out of warranty by then, but I said, whatever the price is, I'm keeping it. Cause I know that PlayStation three console I got is my, PS1 through 3 console, and I'm not getting rid of that thing for my life. So, we got that. I don't know, James looks like he's reading something very important. Uh, it's At least PushSquare.com says that Sony claims you will be able to put your PS4 discs into the uh, yeah. physical PlayStation 5 to I play figured. those. That might actually f- factor into which version I get when I do get a chance. Because I, I thought I you do, wanted the digital. You were sold. I on. really do, but I ha- I still have some physical PlayStation Four games. That, like it, I could just keep my PS Four hooked up for those few games that I want to play that I still can only play on PS Four. But it also would be nice to maybe just you know store my PS Four. <laughs> All right. Um, that is everything, though. At the end of the day, I don't really. I'm getting my PlayStation Five to play PlayStation Five games. Uh, I already went yeah, through my whole that too. Like a long time ago, I think uh, halfway through the PlayStation Four life cycle, I went through and played the last PS3 games I was missing, and like I hooked it back up and took care of it. But I have no drive to go backwards. And if I did, I'd probably just play it if it's available on PC. I don't really care anymore. Uh, so. Luckily for me, my backlog of stuff that I care about is on PS4, so I can just move it on to PS5 if I don't have time, or if it's on Xbox, like, even easier. I do have that backwards compatibility available, so I could just play whatever, for the most part, if I wanted to. Even then, none of the old stuff I'm interested in either, so I just want to play Xbox One and then the series games. Like, same thing there. Yeah. I. We were going to talk about uh, Night City Wire, episode three, as well as like uh, potentially maybe some other stuff. But James, we're already at the two hour mark almost. Yeah, so I, think I, I just noticed that. Ugh. We'll delay the Night City. It's not the most like, you know, dire thing. So in episode 66, we'll talk about Night City Wire, episode three. Luckily, um, I'll say this, luckily... We're done with the Ubisoft Forward, like I said before last week. Ubisoft Forward is done. That's out of the way. Summer Games Fest is out of the way. Xbox didn't even have a showcase. They just 
gave us all the information we needed, including pre-orders, everything. We're all good to go there. They'll be Sony at TGS their... for some reason. <laughs> Sony gave their... Uh, well, we got the, all the information before TGS, so we're good. Uh, Sony gave their showcase with all their stuff, all the games, the price, all that stuff, so we're good with Sony. They're out of the way, too. All that's left is TGS at the end of the month, which, like I said before, uh, it's even less inform informative for us than Gamescom. So we're probably I'm on I'm just honestly guessing we're gonna barely cover it, uh, just because it's very Japanese focused. Even for the Microsoft stuff, they said they're focusing on Japanese developers and like the Minecraft Japanese community and stuff like that. So it's not really that much of an interest to us in just terms of TGS in general. But we'll see what's worth talking about if we really want to. Otherwise, it's just not until anything and the next big thing is Game Awards. So I think. We're finally over that season, guys, which means we can kind of get back to the format where we did really talk about what we've been playing and watching, because I know that's been kind of on and off recently. But I will finish off with this just because this is more relevant because after next week, it's not. Uh, I did get to play hands-on with the Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Alpha. Uh, my impressions of it, very short. Uh, there was like one map I tried out. There was another mode I didn't really check out too much of, but basically... Uh, it's like this cool little desert canyon and, you know, limited amount of weapons, but still multiple weapons. I think I used like the M16 for the most part, but it's fun, James. It's like, you know, it's Call of Duty, Call of Duty's Call of Duty multiplayer. Uh, it's still grounded luckily. So it's not like Black Ops 3 or the other weird ones where you're like fucking vaulting over walls and stuff, but it's just another Call of Duty game. It feels, I won't lie, it feels a <coughs> sorry, it feels a little clunkier than Modern Warfare. Hmm, okay. I don't know why. It could be because it's an alpha mode. I'm not really, actually, nah, that's probably not it. But I don't know, it felt slightly slower. I could be completely wrong, um, but it just didn't feel uh, as, I don't know. It just, it felt different than Modern Warfare slightly. Uh, it, I think I still like Modern Warfare's multiplayer feeling more i don't think i would l at least so far trying it just from what like i said this is very brief it's just one map i've tried uh and one mode or like a few different modes it was like kill confirmed it was uh or you get the little dog tags when you shoot someone and you could like deny dog yeah, tags kill confirmed is that uh, is there was that alpha that... still going or should i not bother i think it's ends tonight or something oh, I could be wrong. Uh, check, just check their Twitter account. Mm -hmm. um, but it, there is an open beta in October. There's like a there's an early access beta for I think PlayStation players only. I don't know if it's also Xbox, but there's an early access beta in like early October, and then like a week later, it's uh, open beta. They're only on the weekends, so usually you'll have like three days to play or something. It's like Thursday through Sunday, maybe it's like three or four days, but. Uh, from what I've, at least the beginning, it didn't blow my mind like Modern Warfare did. Mm. Like, like I said, Modern Warfare really got me back into Call of Duty. I tried Black Ops 4, I didn't like it. I tried Modern Warfare, I was like, holy crap, this is what I wanted. This is kind of like, it, it brought me back in. Black Ops Cold War, at least multiplayer-wise, I don't think it gives me that same feeling necessarily. Mm. Uh, I am more just leaning towards the campaign. And if I want to play Call of Duty, I might just stick to Modern Warfare. Uh, I might try the beta just to get more 
of a feeling for it, but we'll see. I might even play some more tonight after this, just to kind of check out more and try some different, the other mode for it. Um, that's, that's it. Not much else to it. Uh, but okay. So, uh, next week, guys, we have Night City Wire episode three. We'll, we'll take care of that. Uh, we'll go more in depth. Honestly, this does just give me time to really just research the gangs more, explore the website more, because there is a website, if you haven't checked it out yet, and... Uh, go to nightcity.love. It's a really cool website. We'll talk about it next week, but just if you wanted to kind of get caught up with this, just so you know what we're talking about a little bit more as we go through it, uh, you can do that. Uh, if the news is light, so guys, this is only if the news is light and it's just the Night City Wire stuff and we get through it, we will finally get to Ghost of, Shush- uh, Ghost of Tsushima. We will finally go full in. James and I will just break down how we felt about it. We both platinum the game. So we can really just go through the ins and outs. The of only it. other thing that we could talk about it, like we might have to come back to it again when the multiplayer. Oh, we'll talk comes about out. the legends. Oh yeah, no legends. We'll talk about eventually, uh, when that comes out because that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be a real fun time. I think that's gonna be like I think they're doing that for Halloween. Maybe I really Ooh, hope it is because that's I'm like super perfect. Excited. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll go through Ghost of Tsushima, and we'll hopefully after that. It'll be back to like regular news. We'll do like three movie TV pieces that are like short, three game pieces that are short, and then we'll get into what we've been playing and watching. I've actually been able to. Hey, James, did I tell you? I'll just say real fast. Uh, I remember I told you I started playing Assassin's Creed Origins. Mm-hmm. I already finished it. I already finished all the DLC. Oh, shit. That was fast. And in the same week, I beat the Call of Duty World War II campaign as well. Yeah, that was a very short campaign. <laughs> yeah, I've actually. Uh, I'm taking a break and I'm literally going through the entire uh, Origins Discovery Tour of Egypt where it's an actual educational tour and just tells you all the historical facts. And I'm just like going through it slowly. And then I got uh, I got Shadow of War all loaded up and ready to go. That is the last massive title for 2017. And I just got Uncharted Lost Legacy and 2017's complete and wrapped up, James. It's all done. Nice. We're two games away from being done. I'm so excited. Because I, I, I actually, James, I'll say real fast. I got to look at the games I have for 2018 and 2019. Or no, 2018. 2018 is incredibly short compared to all the others. It's only like four games. And then I'm done. Because I already did, uh, I already played God of War, Spider-Man, and uh, Detroit. Oh, uh, yeah. So the, the big so, ones are already out. Yeah. I just have, uh, one of them is actually just Spider-Man DLC. The other is, I think it's just Hellblade, uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. take too long. Yeah, it's Hellblade, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and uh, it was one other game. I think it was... Oh, oh, God. Oh, God, James. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. <laughs> oh, God. That one might take a while. That might take... That's the last one. I'm saving that one for last. I'll do that one last. I'm gonna... I'll think I'll take care of Hellblade and Tomb Raider and then the Spider-Man DLC, and then I'll I'll uh, kill myself in Odyssey. But I, I will say this uh, real fast. I played Origins. I didn't know how I'd feel. I think I, I'm more confident to buy Valhalla now after playing it. I guess that if that gives a positive note for anything. As in you're looking forward to uh, Ragnarok? Or no, whatever. The... Valhalla? Valhalla. Yes. Okay. Because I wasn't sure if I was going to buy it. I, I, I didn't know if I'd like the RPG style that mm. Origins and Odyssey does and that Valhalla would do. Uh, after playing it, I think I'm much more confident in buying Valhalla. So... Okay. But well, I'll get really in depth with it after, like, once we finish Ghost of Tsushima, I'll get to like, I'll I'll do a full spiel on Assassin's Creed Origins. But okay, guys, that is it for this week's show. 
Uh, if you have any uh, money you want to donate, since we don't currently take money at this moment yet, uh, please donate to the Red Cross right now for the disaster relief. You can donate to help the wild, the all the, the shit that's happened from the wildfires on the West Coast to the uh, hurricanes that are hitting the Southeast, uh, and I think the regular South, that's not East, but more Central. Uh, so do that if you can. The links will be, of course, in the show notes. If you want to reach out to the podcast, if you want to ask us a question to read on the show and answer, or if you have any feedback for us, positive or negative, please email us at sutrasidetalk at gmail.com. And if you have, or sorry, if you want to follow us, uh, follow the show at sutrasidetalk on Twitter. You can also follow the show on Instagram at sutrasidetalk. You can follow James on Twitter at invadergym124. And you can follow me on Twitter at gogocomzilla. And of course, please uh, follow, subscribe, uh, give a like, five-star review on whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, that's, of course, uh, how you can help us out, just kind of getting us a little bit higher and being noticed on those platforms. And the best thing you could do, of course, is to share it, share it word of mouth, uh, share it on social media if you can. And of course, if you follow us on Twitter and stuff or Instagram, uh, please just share it to your stories, retweet us uh, when we post a new episode. That is, of course, how you can help us the most. If I see a retweet from someone, I, I get a little excited, I won't lie. So please do that. Make me excited, guys. Uh, just from the Twitter, not, from nothing else. That would be weird. But all right, guys, we'll talk to you next week. I'm tired. Catch y'all later. <laughs> Thanks for listening.